Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, Ben Steele in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. When a frightened nurse's half-choked scream foiled the leopard woman's daring attempt to kill Max Heller in the emergency ward of the city hospital... The cunning, fearless leader of an oriental spy ring known as the Society of the Leopard decided to try again. Hella, hovering between life and death as a result of a bullet from the leopard woman's gun, might talk if he lived. Might talk too much. He had to die. But now the task was more difficult. Hella had been transferred to a private room guarded by a burly policeman. Two Secret Service men were stationed at the hospital entrance. And Clark Kent newly appointed a special government agent for somewhere in the building. But once again, the mysterious woman's cunning conceived a plan. At the secret headquarters of the Leopard Society, she explained it to Cato, one of her Jap henchmen. It's very simple, Cato. I'm going to be sick, violently sick. We will arrange for a private room at the city hospital and a private nurse. Summon one of our English-speaking friends who has pledged allegiance to the leopard. He will assist me. Simulating pain, the leopard woman was taken to the hospital. Alone with her nurse, she dropped the guise of illness and at gunpoint forced the frightened girl to remove her starched uniform. Take that uniform off. I don't carry this gun around to powder my nose with. It works. Get that uniform off, or this will be the last nursing job you'll ever handle. Leaving the helpless nurse bound and gagged on the bed, the leopard woman, dressed in the starched white uniform and cap, approached the policeman seated at the door of Heller's room. Good morning. Morning, miss. Oh, don't get up. I'm just going in to have a look at our valuable patient. He hasn't given you any trouble, has he? No, not him. He's out cold. Yes, fortunately. Unsuspected, the leopard woman slips into Max Heller's room, darkened by drawn shades. Moving swiftly to the bed, her supple fingers reach out to fasten on the unconscious Heller's throat. You stupid fool, to think you could ever escape me. No man escapes the leopard. It's too bad you are not conscious. I should like very much to see your eyes as my fingers tighten on your throat. I should like to see your face. You can if you turn on the lights. Oh, 
That was my throat your fingers were fastened on. Hella was moved to another room. Let go of me. Oh, no. Let go of me. As you see, sometimes even leopards are caught in traps. No, no, I You can come in now, Joe. Oh, I'm kidding. Either one, Mr. Kent. Yes, turn on the light. Okay. No use struggling. It's all over. Put the brakes on it, Joe. You'll pay for this. You'll pay with blood. Tough baby, ain't you? Yes. Come on, sister. These ain't got no diamonds in them, but they shine pretty. There we are. Now, you'll save yourself a lot of trouble by going along quietly, leopard woman. You think you're very clever, don't you? Ain't so dumb. You fell for that switch gag, hook, line, and sinker. Fools, both of you. Stupid fools. Take it to headquarters, Joe. I'll pick Major Campbell up and meet you there. First, I've got to see what happened to that nurse. Now, watch her. She's tricky. Don't worry about me, Mr. Kent. She ain't getting away from me. Come on, sister. Dr. Harlow wanted in surgery. Dr. Harlow wanted in surgery. Dr. Harlow wanted in surgery. As I've told you a dozen times, Mr. Kent and I can stay here till the cows come home. We have nothing else to do. Are you going to talk or aren't you? I have nothing to say. Uh, see what you can do, Kent. In another minute, I'll slap her insolent face. I can't blame you much, Major. You, uh, you are known as the leopard woman, aren't you? I have nothing to say. You're only making it more difficult for yourself. Don't you realize that? What's your name? I have nothing to say. You said plenty when you were leaning over that bed with your hands on my throat, certain that you were about to murder Max Heller. You had plenty to say then. How you would have liked to see my eyes and my face. And you also said that no man escapes the leopard. Do you remember that? Do you? Now, look here. Just a minute, Major. I'm not going to put up with this for long, Kent. She's a spy, and she deserves no consideration whatsoever. There are ways of making her talk. No, we can always fall back on that. Perhaps we can reason with her, explain a few things. Particularly that we know she shot Max Heller and escaped in his folding wing plane. Naturally, Heller isn't going to feel very kindly toward her once he recovers from the bullet wound. You, uh, you understand that, don't you? I have nothing to say. You understand that Heller, in seeking revenge for your having almost taken his life, will completely expose you. It's just a matter of time. Major Campbell might consent to give you special consideration if you cooperate. Well? I have nothing to say. All right, Kent. We're through handling her with kid gloves. Now let's try something else. I'll take it. Hello. Just a moment. You, Major. Oh, thanks. Hello? Oh, yes, Dr. Kingsley. What? No. I see. All right. Yes, I will. Bye. Something wrong, Major? Heller died ten minutes ago. What? <laughs> Stop that insane laughter. Get her out of here, Kent. Lock her up. Come on. What am I going to do, Okay, Mr. Kent. Death is quite a blow, can't I? I was counting on him to clean everything up. Well, we still have the leopard woman. Well, she won't spill anything. You can bank on that. Her insolence amazes me. In many other countries, she'd be backed up against a wall and shot. Sometimes I think we treat people too well over here. Major, I'm sure we can figure this thing out. There must be some way of tracking down her spy ring, even if she refuses to talk. Wait a minute. Wait, now, th- this may sound ridiculous to you, but it might work. Suppose we let her escape. Kent, are you crazy? No, 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 wait, not entirely. Listen to this. If we engineered it so that she could escape without suspecting we helped her along, 
someone could follow her to wherever the ring's headquarters are. That's terribly risky. I don't see why. I could trail her without any trouble. You think she'd fall for it? She's smart, you know. Well, we can try. Look, you have a couple of Japanese on your staff, haven't you? Interpreters and translators? Yes. We'll make use of one of them. Well, how? We'll put him in the cell next to hers. She won't be able to see him, but she can hear him. After all, all Japs sound alike. We'll provide him with a key to the cell door that he can slip to her. The prison guards will have to be told, of course, to keep out of her way when she opens the cell door to let her escape. Then I'll be waiting outside to trail her. You mean we'll be waiting outside? This is my party, too, you know. I didn't mean it as a slight, Major. It's just that one man can get around faster. Don't worry about my getting around. I've been doing it for 40 years. I think I know how. Come on. If we're going to try your scheme, let's get going. I certainly hope it works. It'll take a big load off my mind. With the aid of a native Japanese attached to the espionage division of the Secret Service, Kent and Major Campbell set up the trap, baited with an opportunity for the leopard woman to escape. Outside the prison, they wait in a car parked in a dark alley, motor running and Kent at the wheel. It's been an hour since Moyata was locked up in that cell, Kent. Think something's gone wrong? Oh, no, no, she's too cagey to make a quick break. After all, she doesn't know the way is clear. She thinks guards are walking the corridors. Give her time, Major. I'm going to give her a rope around her neck. No, I know I'm not supposed to say things like that, but I can't help it. Well, unless I miss my guess, we'll be rounding up quite a flock of spies before the night's over, Major. You won't have to worry about it anymore. At least not as far as the Leopard Society is concerned. I've got six men in a staff car waiting to follow us. They're up the street. Good. I just hope the uh, procession doesn't frighten them. Oh, I told them to keep well behind us. Oh. Chances are she'll hop one of those cabs over there as soon as she gets out. They're all driven by servicemen. Say, wait a minute. What about money? Hmm? How can she take a cab without money? Oh, I thought of that. I gave your Jap a $5 bill to wrap the key in. <laughs> nice going, Kent. Keep low, Major. Hmm? Don't move. Here she comes. Oh, I see her. Crossing the street. Hugging the buildings. I would have lost her. No, she's heading for one of the cabs. Didn't take her long to spot them. I see her now. She's getting in. Let's go, Kent. Not yet. Give the cab a chance to pull away. There it goes. Okay. What about lights, Kent? We'll run without them. Where's the cab? Just turn the corner. I told those fools not to lose us. Run slowly. Don't you worry. There it is, up ahead. Is the other car behind us? Yes, sir. I can't tell. Evidently, you took your cue, running without lights. Oh, that's fine. Just you sit tight, Major. This is going to work out swell. I hope so, Kent. There we are. She's getting under the cab. Going into that building. Motion your other car to come ahead. It's right in back of us. Oh, good. Now we'll have to close in fast. All right, boys. Remember what I told you. If possible, we want them all alive, particularly the woman. But if you have to, use those Tommy guns. Riley, you and Duncan, wait out front. Well, don't take the rear of the building, and the rest of you, come along with Kent and myself. Come on, let's go. Which house was it, Kent? These brownstones are alike. Third from the corner. That one. Hey, wait a minute. You have no gun, have you? I won't need one. Here we are. Shh. Okay, men. Get set. Is the door locked, Kent? I'll see. No. It's open. 
Well, it looks as though the society of the leopard is about to be disbanded. Or has the cunning mind of the mysterious leopard woman conceived another surprise for Kent and Major Campbell? Don't miss the next thrilling episode. Tune in and listen, we're the Superman! Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman! Look, up in the sky! It's a bird, it's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.